Hello and welcome back to Cineman, the spiciest movie podcast. This week's episode of Cineman is brought to you by Gilgamesh Brewing, whose amazing roster of beers includes Enchanted and Enlightened, a delicious pale ale brewed with hints of cherry, made especially for Salem's very own theater company, Enlightened Theatrics. Unfortunately, whose run of hair has just ended, but you can still get over to Gilgamesh to try Enchanted and Enlightened uh, on, on, your own, on your own time, for sure. We give this podcast to you for free, so press pause now, get down to Gilgamesh, buy some of your favorite beer, or try brand new Enchanted and Enlightened, and uh, get back over here. To finish the second half of Starship Troopers with special guest host Dustin Cleaver. We hope you enjoy it. Find out just how humanity destroys the bug infestation on their bug home world. Like they say, the only good bug is a dead bug. It's Cineman, the spiciest movie podcast. It's funny, like, the xenophobia that's in this, like... It's like it, District 9? Great movie. That is a good I movie. I love District 9. No, you know, no. when I saw that movie, like, I didn't know anything about it at the time, and I saw that movie, and I just said, holy shit, like, doesn't that just make you reevaluate, like, how we treat people in this world? And everyone's like, why? Those are fucking aliens. Like, those are pieces <laughs> of shit, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, holy shit, you are the problem. <laughs> And I remember saying, like, yeah, it's a movie about racism. And they're like, how is it racism if they're aliens? I'm like, because they're an alien race. And we hate them. And we treat them like shit. They're like, that doesn't make any sense. No, it actually makes a lot of sense. And then, I found, out, and then I found out that the director, yeah, he's from South, uh, South Africa. And the movie is like a direct representation of, like, how they treat Nigerians. In South Africa, and the racism in South Africa. Well, it was pretty obvious. It was in South Africa. Yeah, I know, but I a know, lot of people... would have been just, somewhere else, it would have been a little bit harder to connect, but it should have been really easy. A lot of people don't know shit about anything. Like, I remember people like, there's not racism in South Africa. They're all black, and I'm like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> have you ever seen Lethal Weapon 2? Right? Exactly. <laughs> That's how I learned about it. Exactly! Lethal Weapon 2! That's the most perfect example of anything. Like, what do they call the black guys? Kaffers? I don't remember. I think that's it. We could watch that next. (laughs) Got all four of them. I'm getting too old for this shit. Ugh! Am I? Aw, Carmen's all upset because her friend Rico is (laughs) K-I-A. Not M.I.A. Sorry. Dumbass. <laughs> I read M. But he lived. He actually lived. We don't know that yet. No, we do. Now we do. There he is. Rico is in the Starship Troopers equivalent of the Back to Tank, which Luke is in at the beginning of uh, Empire Strikes Back. So gnarly. He's got this huge wound in his leg that a robot's fixing. And then they show them the death certificate. They're like, hey, look at your death certificate. You're KIA, bitch. 
So why is he killed in action if he's not actually dead? They had no idea. Because they're stupid. There are so many people. I would totally live in that green tank. So after this battle, they basically all get conscripted into a new unit called the Roughnecks that are like, you know, the baddest ass motherfuckers. Uh, commanded by, I think, Michael Ironside. I think that's him. Um, and he's like, I picked all you because you've killed more bugs than anyone else out there. And sure shit. They have. Because they lived. <laughs> <laughs> and that guy even... So this black guy, I can't remember what his, what his name is in this, but when he first gets to the Roughnecks and this guy cocks his gun... He is the doctor, or like the vet, in the MTV hit show Teen Wolf, which, yes, is based off of the movie. Um, but yeah, he's Teen like... Wolf. Have you ever seen the show? <laughs> yeah, I've seen an episode. Yeah, it's an entertaining show. I've seen one episode. It's entertaining. I'll take your word. The first season is... Actually, and the second season, too, is pretty entertaining. Third season, I watched the first half, and I was like, this is the dumbest show. They ruined it big time. But the first two seasons are actually, if you watch them start to finish, ten episodes each. Really good, actually, for being what it is. MTV. Yeah. Yeah. It's old metal arm. So when they see this guy in the beginning of the movie, uh, he's walking around with a stump arm. But mm-hmm. now that he's fighting, they gave him, like, a robot hand. And he says, this is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights. No one quits. You don't do your job, I'll shoot you myself. Rajaks, Roughnecks, Rajaks, Rajaks? Rajak, I don't know. It's a weird looking name. Raskazak? Raskazak. Raskazak. So now they're on another planet. It's another bug planet, but it's different. Looks like Utah. This movie it's Moab, Utah. <laughs> uh, this movie was filmed somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Those are prophetic words, right? <laughs> Believe it or not, guys, the movie was filmed somewhere. It wasn't just created out of nothing. So here's something that we can do that the bugs can't. We fly some bombs over their planet and drop bombs <laughs> on their planet. <laughs> And then they send M.I. in basic body armor. <laughs> and very light machine guns. Oh, those look pretty heavy. No, those are the roughnecks. M.I. mops up. Yeah, M.I. mops up. It's the M.I. mop up squad. You locate a bug hole, nuke it. So, what do we think so far of the movie, Dustin? It's a good movie. John? I like this movie. Oh. We're done. John? (laughs) It's better the second time around. Yeah, I think it's our generation's platoon. No? I think it's our generation's deer hunter. I haven't seen either one of those movies yet. I know. They're on my list. What? Oh my god. I know I've seen platoon. John, John, as, as a fellow appreciator of music, you need to watch Deer Hunter. I know, it's on my list, trust me. I've heard the score. And as a fellow lover of Willem Dafoe, you need to watch Platoon, because he's the man! Willem Dafoe is You cool. liked Hunter, right? Or whatever? Yeah! Hunter. You need to go watch Platoon. It's on my list, trust me. Same with Deer Hunter. 
I sort of love how fucked up this is. He's just shooting the guts at his bug and the green ooze sprays all over it. Can't be good for you. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, you got this shit in your it's like eyes. Vile. Like, what if you got bug AIDS or something? <laughs> like, Or like, uh... Like, uh... Yeah, like... What a- was the movie we were just talking about? District 9. Oh, yeah. Same deal. You don't get that bug stuff on you. Because it'll turn you into a bug. Oh, yeah. But that's, like, from a device. Yeah. But it made him way more badass, though. Like, he was able to do all the shit he did because he was turning into a bug. He was turning into a prawn. They launched a nuke into a bug hole. That is the one thing about the book versus the movie is that all of the soldiers are, like, in powered armor, basically, like in mech suits. Not in short sleeves. Yeah. (laughs) Not in t-shirts. And they all have, like, nuke guns. They, like, shoot nukes, like, miles away. See, look at this. And they line up, they kill, they make a circle, and they just, like, shoot them into a pile. Like, look how much ammo's being shot. Some of these guys aren't even, like, pointing their guns and they're shooting. No crossfire to the Like Dean Lerner. Exactly, like Dean Lerner. And then the big bug comes up behind him. Tanker, they call it. Oh, jeez. Tanker the tank. Huh? Tanker the tank. Yeah, Tanker the tank bug. It's kind of like Thomas the tank engine. (laughs) He's the friendly uh, childhood version of... Oh, shit, he's shooting fire. He just melted this That's like napalm right there. This bug breathed fire. That's way awesome. And ignites it with electricity. Yeah, I saw that. Who's this? Yeah, is this Rico? Rico. It's like the barbecue. Rico is going to jump. Yeah, Rico jumps onto the back of the bug and starts shooting it. It's armor. He's digging a hole with his gun. Yeah, it's Rico. Like a pumpkin. Rico's Yellow. just shooting through the armor of this bug. <clears throat> How's he hanging on? <laughs> he was a bull rider in a past <laughs> life. <laughs> and he stood on the back, it looks like. Well, now he's hanging on. Now he should just toss a grenade in there. Oh, he does! Oh, man! Yes. It's almost like you knew what was going to happen. I, I stopped. Or you've asleep. seen other action movies. <laughs> yeah, I have seen Star Wars. <laughs> and then he has to see what happens. Oh, well, yeah. Yes. And once again, covered with bug goop. Lowers his head so as to not get on his face. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> cool guys don't look at explosions. They just walk away in <laughs> slow motion. Yep. The lonely eye. Cool guys don't look at explosions. Rico just got a field promotion to corporal. And he said, You're it till you're dead, or I find someone better. And he promotes Diz to squad leader. What are all these? I'm wondering. Food. So they're at camp on the bug planet. Booze. And yeah, must be a party. Oh, look at a bunch of kegs. They don't change anything. Here's the here's the beer, and then he pulls out something, and here's the entertainment. 
Uh, oh. oh, footballs. Balls, okay. Have fun, that's in order. <laughs> and Ace A neon green the violin. Ne- the violin. You kill folks good. <laughs> of course, it's the black guy that says that. Yeah, money. Now they're talking about Rajak or whatever. Michael Ironside, I think. He was a teacher. He was the one who was teaching him before high school or whatever. And Diz is still trying to hit on him. And then someone is like, someone comes up to him and says, I think. Life's short, you should go fuck that girl or something. <laughs> Never pass up a good thing, he says. There you go. Never pass up a poo-tang. <laughs> oh, slow dance. And Ace is in their face, playing <laughs> a neon intense. <laughs> Ooh, Rico and Diz. Ho. There you go. She just threw him down on the bed and is now sucking on his nipple. Did you guys let a girl suck on your nipple? No comment. <laughs> John? What, just a random girl? <laughs> your no. wife or someone? I'm just saying. You're a strange Hypothetically. Hypothetically. <laughs> oh, she's got her shirt stuck over her eyes. And her nose. I think there's boobies in this scene in the real movie. I think so. And the line, so Rico, what are you doing after the dance, are still at the bottom of the screen. What's so funny? Excuse me. So there's gender, no, like, there's no, like, gender segregation. You think that means, like, it's cool to just, like, be gay or whatever? Like, do you think they care? Well, what year is this supposed to be? Uh, 2146 or something. Do you think we'll care? A thousand years? Isn't that what it would be? 2146? Yeah. A hundred years, 2015 right now, so... Well, do you think we'll care in a thousand? (laughs) (laughs) Answer my question! Well, in 2015, 2015, the forever war... There comes this part in the book where he wakes up into the future and make it 20 minutes. Nice. (laughs) Uh, There's a scene in The Forever War where he comes, you know, he's of our generation, basically, the main character in that book. And then they cut, they, he goes into the future, um, and there's uh, one scene where it's, a crime to be straight. You ha- like you have to be gay because that's the way of the government controlling the population boom. Oh, so they basically make everyone gay and then you breed. However, I don't know. But and yeah, there's like the straight guy. Basically, the only straight guy in existence is called a queer and a fag by like <laughs> all the gay people because it's normal to be gay. Yeah. And and the character the whole time is like, I just don't get it, but whatever. The future's weird. You in trouble, Dustin? Nah. Yeah, you are. I got till four in the morning. <sighs> Magical scene coming up. Is it? Yep. When was the last time you watched this? 
like two years ago. Wow, I haven't seen it in that long. I I didn't finish it. Lion bug right there. I didn't finish it the other day. It might have been longer ago than that. I don't know. I remember I rented it from American Family Video, and I haven't rented anything from there since I lived on Saratoga. Well, they're closed now, so yeah. The word is it might turn into a bymart. Really? No. Yeah. That little area. No, Rite Aid's gonna like go away too, or something. What? Yeah. There's enough Bymarts in the world. It's kind of what I think. Huh. That was a magical scene. It's like Costco in a way. Yeah. Except without all the stupid, ridiculously long lines and (laughs) freaking 45-minute pizza line. I'm telling you, that was weird. It doesn't happen. Rico is now acting sergeant. Plot thickens. But they didn't this, know was this was like here. the Mormon outpost or whatever. They knew it was here, but what's getting ready to happen kind of lets you know that something fishy's going on with the bugs. So they find this base on the planet that they're on right now, and they just got attacked by a flying bug. And they go in there, and there's a bunch of dead humans, a couple of dead bugs, and one guy not dead. And one not dead person. Lots of ooh, that guy. And everybody's brains are sucked out of their heads. I hope if I gotta die, it's not in some terrible intergalactic war. <laughs> I think you might be safe for this lifetime. For now. I still think they stole those auto cannons from the Death Star. They probably did. <laughs> They're sitting in a Hollywood prop warehouse. Don't take off your helmet, Rico. Didn't you learn the hard way? I'd sleep with that shit on. Oh, they dug a tunnel. So, apparently the bugs dug a tunnel straight into their base. And... Oh, what? A different kind of bug? Looks like a little bug. Ooh, bug in his brain. Like Futurama. Right? Beast with a billion packs. They sucked (laughs) his brains out. They found the general in a freezer. Anyways. That was hilarious. (laughs) Why? I don't know. You just look at both of us. How would they grow crops on that planet, guys? How are they what? How would they grow crops on that planet? Well, you'd have to go with a drought-resistant, probably drought-resistant grass. You don't think that planet has water? Well, you know, all living things need water, but I don't know if there's a sufficient amount to raise corn or soybeans or anything like that. The only two crops would grow in the United States, right? This ain't the United States, man. May as well be. That guy just punched a general. Pretty American of him. <laughs> oh, I forgot. This is Utah. <laughs> yeah, that's Moab right there. Bugs are attacking now. You want to live forever? 
I can't think of a movie that we watched that said that before, John. Can you? Other than Conan? Or Hellraiser? Did they say that in Hellraiser? I seem to recall a line similar. There's a lot of bugs attacking. Yeah, it's a fair amount. Holy crap. Make some bug salad. We got a guy doing close quarters combat with a sniper rifle. It's just a gun with a scope on it. A fucking massive scope. If that scope was like real life, that'd be a freaking 200 power scope. <laughs> if not twice that much. It'd be like 500 power. Yeah, it looks like a big scope, but it's the future, so maybe it's just for looks. You don't think they figured out how to do just aesthetically pleasing scopes? <laughs> He's like, I want a scope that makes me look like a badass. And they're like, well, we have this thing that looks like a scope that'll make you look like a badass. Like, what is it? And they're like, it's just a toilet a- paper tube. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's long range, man. It's a paper towel tube. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's like when you get wrapping paper for presents. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Luckily, the air bugs look a little weak, so that's good. Oh, right on top of the general. Well, he had to die sometime, right? My favorite part, though, is you notice that this scene right here, well, the last probably 10 seconds, all those guys didn't have clips on their guns. Yeah, I saw that they added those. And then when they were shooting... When you see the bullets ejecting, they look like a thirty caliber round. The clips that they put in look like they maybe could hold 15 bullets. Well, they asked for backup from above. The bugs are creating a ladder out of their own dead corpses. You know, when I was a kid, this movie was kind of scary, actually. I remember kind of being terrified when my brother watched this. I was like, I'll never be able to look at bugs the same. And then you stepped on one, you're like, oh, wait. No, I'm okay. Yeah, fuck these I guys. I am the food chain. Look at how many Holy bugs there are, though. An unfathomable amount. Dustin's in trouble. Oh, this is normal. Oh. Rico called for backup. And they said, that's crazy. And he said, well, I hope you have a crazy pilot. Just so Guess happens, who the pilot is. just so happens, Rico's friends with a crazy pilot, who later becomes a Bond girl. She's so crazy. <laughs> I'll follow you. <laughs> uh, Maybe we can try and find that scene. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, they should just fly some bombers over and bomb all these bugs. Someone's gonna get some huge stats. I mean, that guy's scope looked like a freaking spotlight. Oh. Damn, fertilizer. See what it does to me, John? You do this to me. So their pilot got there. They're making cover. There's only a handful of the guys left anymore. They're going to hopefully get onto that thing and get the fuck out. Oh, Xander's there, which probably means Carmen's there. Oh, something's coming from underneath. Oh. Wasn't a very well built, built floor. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I think Just he loses few... his legs here. No, I think he dies here. Does he? I don't think so. 
Because he's, I think Rico gives him a grenade. I think he just loses his legs. No, I think Rico gives him a grenade and he stays behind. Yeah. He says, you know what to do. <laughs> Dusty Cold. Yeah. I was wrong about the grenade. Yeah. Your timing couldn't have been better. <laughs> you know what to do. Well, if he was a really good commander, he would have taken the grenade and said, you know what to do. Instead, he made Maybe. Rico shoot him. Oh, here's the grenade. Oh. I knew there was a grenade. Because he has a grenade, though, so. Throws it into his mouth. Of course. Blows up his head. And the tanker, the tank, the tank tickler. <laughs> tickler. And then Dizzy gets Oh her no! Does Dizzy die? She you lives. Know? She That's don't die at this particular moment, but. She's not doing well. That's pretty superficial. She, <laughs> just a flesh wound. <laughs> and she's getting thrashed around for, by the torso. She dies puking blood out, I think, in the ship. Oh, it breaks off into her body. Don't pull it out. Well, she does like being penetrated. (laughs) By Rico. Don't pull it out. That's the only thing stopping the blood flow. (laughs) Or from flowing. Fuck you. (laughs) I think Xander dies at some point, too. He dies in the second drop. When they're re-dropping off... Uh, How do you fucking remember this? Fuck, I don't know. I'm inebriated, so I remember all kinds of fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> Drunk history with Dustin Cleaver. <laughs> Lift off. And this is where Dizzy dies. Too bad. They should have just bombed that shit. Mm-hmm. It'd be too simple. They should have just bombed the whole damn planet. Yeah, big nuke. Couple nukes. You know, there is some greenery in the background, so there must be plenty of water. It's probably all an underground I got to have underground you. system. I got to have you. Oh, she's dying. Rico's tearing up. I got to have you. Oh, that's really gay, actually. I thought she was a good soldier. Why'd she die if she's good? Because you got the true love aspect of She's it. no Colonel Mad Jack, is that right? You guys know him? World War Two. Can't remember his last name. Oh, Jack Churchill. No relation to Winston Churchill, but <laughs> Colonel Mad Jack Churchill was the only uh, participant. Oh, no, 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 yeah, yeah, the only participant in the European Front who killed a man with an arrow fired from a bow. He entered every battle carrying a broadsword, a Scottish broadsword. That's awesome. Did you know Abraham Lincoln was a world-class wrestler? Was he really? Yep. Oh, wow. Fascinating. If my history mind is working properly. (laughs) I'm not done talking about Mad Jack, though. Do you know the current present-day Mad Jack? Yeah, he lives across the street from me. (laughs) (laughs) But Colonel Mad Jack Churchill, when his... uh, 
he volunteered his squad. There's to, a does the flying to take a fortified position from the Germans on top of this hill. So they took the hill, and then when they were up there, the Germans were trying to take it back. So they held it. But Churchill knew that it was a losing battle. So he did what any normal British officer would do. And he started playing the bagpipes. <laughs> Until he was knocked unconscious from grenades. He was taken... Classic. He was taken captive by the Germans, where he escaped from a concentration camp. He escaped from a concentration camp and was later picked up by the Americans, convinced him that he was actually a high-ranking British officer, and re-volunteered for duty as the war in the European front was wearing down, re-volunteered for duty in Burma, <laughs> and said that it was unfortunate because the British could have drugged the war out for another ten years had the damn Yanks not gotten involved. <laughs> he also said that any British officer not carrying a sword was improperly dressed. <laughs> Or your backup set bagpipes. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't this guy just sound like you hear him and it's like, that man was made for World War II. He killed a German soldier with a bow. During a like during, there was gunfights oh, happening. <laughs> the German soldier had a chain gun. <laughs> and, and the German soldier is like, this is the shittiest thing to ever happen to anyone. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> a Scottish basket-hilted broadsword. <laughs> well, you would look pretty tough showing up to a gunfight. There with is a literally sword. a picture. <laughs> there is a picture of him storming a beach with a sword in look his hand. Up. All right, you know. those outfits, not these ones, not this uniform. The next uniform. Wait for it. The scientist uniform are so fucking Nazi. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking whole thing. Yeah. He, uh, I think that guy's become like a colonel now. Neil uh, Patrick Harris. Mm -hmm. Carl. Yeah, Carl. Colonel Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Tap Mad Jack into Google and Mad Jack Churchill. Well, here's a picture of him. Oh, both those pictures right there. You can. That's the picture of him storming the beach with a broadsword too. I don't know if you can really see him in that. No, not really. <laughs> oh, there he is in the front. Right here? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't he just look like a man's man, though? Like, he's just like, yeah, we could keep this war going for ten more years. <laughs> like, no problem. Damn, Yank. Uh... Oh, here's what it says on... Um... Badassoftheweek.com Jack Malcolm Thorpe Fleming Churchill Graduated from Sandhurst Military Academy in 1926 and joined the storied Manchester Regiment of the British Army. He spent his first few years in the Army riding his motorcycle across the entire Indian <laughs> subcontinent. Motorcycle. Motorcycle. <laughs> motorcycle across the entire Indian subcontinent. 
just for the hell of it. <laughs> and learning to play the bagpipes, despite the fact that he was about as British as Shaka Zulu. <laughs> uh, after ten years of doing crazy shit, Churchill retired. At his time, he worked as a newspaper editor, professional male model, and movie extra, all while honing his skill at archery and bagpiping. <laughs> he even represented England in the archery world championships in 1939. But guys like Judge Churchill aren't satisfied just by being a bizarre mesh of Robin Hood and Derek Zoolander. So he re-enlisted. And in the early months of 1940, he had an opportunity to prove himself in the British Army. He had been shaped, or he had been shipped to France to assist the rest of British Expeditionary Force to reinforce the Maginot Line. But not long after he arrived, Hitler decided to send his legions to seriously fuck up France, and Brits found themselves right in the middle of a raging shitstorm. <laughs> The British troops were being pushed back towards the sea by a blitzkrieg, doing whatever they could do to stall the Germans. Churchill had some ideas. He launched a small-scale guerrilla raid and surprise attacks on German positions. Riding his trusty motorcycle and armed only with a motherfucking bow and arrow and a Scottish broadsword, he would assault the Germans, catch them completely off guard, and fuck their shit up medieval style. <laughs> so he's riding into his old BSA with a sword and what? <laughs> when asked by a fellow officer, no BSA made bikes. When asked by a fellow officer why Churchill insisted on carrying the broadsword, he responded, "In my so opinion, sir." He responded, in my opinion, sir, any officer who goes into action without a sword is improperly dressed. <laughs> Despite being shot in the neck by a fucking German machine gun, he battled throughout the Dunkirk campaign and even at one point went into the military cross for bravery when he rescued a British officer from a German ambush. And then it right, they write, probably by swinging in on a rope, stabbing a Nazi in the chest with his sword, and then beating up another eight guys with his bare hands. But that's just a guess. <laughs> After Dunkirk, he returned to England and properly signed up to be a member of the new organization known as the Commandos. <laughs> he wasn't sure what a commando was, but he was excited about the prospect of kicking German ass. Uh... He took part in an amphibious assault on the German base of Vazgos in Norway. As leader of Number 2 Commando, Churchill was responsible for taking out the artillery. And as the landing craft raced towards, he belted out the March of the Cameron Men on his bagpipes. <laughs> when the assault ramp swung down, he fearlessly waded knee-deep out of the water with his trusty blade, screaming, Commando. Two hours later, British High Command received a telegram from the front. It said this. Malloy battery and island captured. Casualty slight. Demolitions in progress. Churchill. <laughs> uh, you like how gravity was taking effect on half the ship? Mm -hmm. The 50 men of Commando Unit Number 2 took 136 prisoners and inflicted an unknown number of casualties while taking a batter, an artillery battery. But that wasn't even the most balls-out thing Mad Jack did on that campaign. One night, he single-handedly took 
42 German prisoners and captured a mortar crew <laughs> using only his broadsword. <laughs> <laughs> His response when asked about how he was able to capture so many, he said, I maintain that as long as you tell a German loudly and clearly what to do, if you are senior to him, he will cry, Jawal, which is yes, sir, and get on with it enthusiastically and efficiently, whatever the situation is. Point six two two on the island of Brack in the Adriatic Sea. When every man of his commando team was killed or wounded, and all his revolver ammunition ran out, knowing that he was not going to escape and having no further means of killing Nazis, Jack started playing sad songs on his bagpipes until he was knocked unconscious by frag grenades. <laughs> he escaped by crawling under barbed wire and through an abandoned drain. Oh, uh, at the age of 40, he qualified as a paratrooper and completed jump school. He went on to serve in Palestine and earned fame defending a Jewish medical convoy from an Arab ambush. Oh my God. If that's not badass, I don't know what it is. Hey, this is where Xander dies. Oh my God. That's incredible. That's one heck of a guy right there. Doesn't it? Though? I was like, well, I'm out of ammo. I'm going to play the bagpipes. <laughs> <laughs> so what's happening in the movie? <laughs> they just crashed into where the brain bug is located. Oh, the brain bug. So this is like that episode of Futurama. <laughs> With the brain slugs? With the brain. It's- there's the brains, they there's the, brains. the brain slugs, and then there's the beast. Oh, the yeah. Backs. And only Fry can do it because of those defective, I can't remember what they call the brainwave, but defective brainwave because he went back in time and had sex with his grandmother. Well, that's not why he had a defective brainwave. He was just dumb. <laughs> yeah. No, that's why, because it, it says his past fornic, pastification is what they're saying, but it's past fornication. I don't know. I don't. I watch Futurama every day, I and I'm up to like five hundred times through the freaking series. I'm up to six hundred times. Well, I watch it with no commercials. It's also the same episode. That's also the same episode where they go after the main brain through the books. Yeah, and they use a Scooty Puff Senior or Junior, <laughs> and then he goes back in time and tells them to use a Scooty Puff Senior. Yeah, probably. Shucks. So now they're going into the bug hole. This is the scene where Xander dies. Gets his brains right and properly ripped, sucked out. She's not doing too well either. She's no, doing alright. She gets a knife pretty soon, though, so it's okay. Why didn't they kill us? She asks. And then the brain sucking bugs come out. No, those aren't the brain sucking bugs. Those are the bugs that hack the brain sucking bug. Really? Yep. They carry it. How the fuck do you remember all this? 
The one guy who saw the movie like once, two years ago, is like remembering everything about it. Let me guess too. You probably went through and you're like, "Huh, Starship Troopers. I'll watch all seven. There's seven of them. I think there's three. That's what I thought. Yeah. The other two are like shitty. Shitty. Though. Usually. Are. Now the telepathy thing's coming into play. Is that right? Yep. Is that who is it? That's Rico. Oh, Rico's using his telepathy. He's using. Uh, yeah, he's using his his extrasensory perception. I call it was, instinct. His that he was made fun of for not having. I don't know how I know, no, but cuts, I know it cuts to the scientist. Well, Ace is gone, and so is Blackie. <laughs> or you know, Blackie. <laughs> I thought that was his nickname. <laughs> John didn't know what that meant earlier. No, I did. I did. See, I, I knew what it meant, but this is where Xander dies. See, watch, they're being packed by the little ones. See? That's the brain bug? Yeah. And it sucks out brains to yeah. get smarter or what? It learns what you're doing. There's a knife she gets. And she cuts off its little sucker thing. Cute. Maybe he should have just hung on to it and did that. And now what does this look like it. to you? An anus? Thank you. Oh, gross. <laughs> oh, gross. It does. I just wouldn't want to have that suck out my brains. Well, you know once it goes through your skull, you don't feel anything, so it's probably the better way to die in this. Oh, now I just caught a cold, he wins. How many, how many brain bugs are there? One on each planet. It looks painful, though. He, like, he's still alive. Yeah, but... You take out the whole... You disconnect the nerves from the brain, you're not going to feel anything. Now, see, her life sucks. She's got a freaking bug leg through her shoulder. Not and somehow anymore. she can still use it. Not anymore, she doesn't. Now she does a little slit slit of the sucker sucker. And it retreats in reverse into the tunnel. It didn't like that. But the brain bug wants her alive. Yeah, nuke him up, Rico. You know what this is. He's some kind of big, fat, smart bug. Why don't you just throw it? Just fucking throw the nuke, then. So... They can find space to optimize the explosion. This was very reminiscent of that scene in Return of the Jedi... This is the part where he gives a grenade to a guy, and I think it's the black guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's bad. Why are the bugs dying so easily right here? Well, in the beginning of the movie, you know, it takes like 40 bullets to kill each other. Yeah. Now it only takes two. Well, they've leveled up, I guess. Yeah, they leveled up. Yeah, I told you it was the black guy. Yeah. You trying to be a hero? Watkins, that's his name. 
Thought it was something like that. Thought it had a K in it. Watkins, Blackie, you know. <laughs> it's close. No, I think it's like, you want some of this? Oh, you like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> you want some more? <laughs> want some more? Do it, Watkins, you coward! I think it's already armed. Oh. There it goes. <laughs> Oof, they're gonna die. No tunnel cave-ins or anything until the last little freaking six feet. Well, that's because the bugs are really good engineers. <laughs> they engineered these, like, purposeful cave-in spots <laughs> to help preserve the hive if something bad happened. It's like in... Star Trek, when, like, they take severe damage on decks, you know, 20 through 17, and then they gotta seal off those decks. Exactly. It's like a firewall in a garage. Yeah, exactly. Just like that. If you have a furnace, you gotta insulate one, or sheetrock one wall. Skipping some commercials. And they survived. People are cheering, apparently, according to the yeah, closed captioning. They, they captured one. We did it. We captured one. Damn it. They captured what? A rainbow. They captured it? Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, we got it. So what, the brain bug was controlling all the other bugs? Well, it just makes them smarter. Like, gives them intelligence, quote-unquote. Yeah. Otherwise, they're just dumb. Well, then wait till the end. It's got some telepathic... Mm. Link to the guy. Cargo net. The slug right there. Now they just beat the shit out. Or they all take turns fucking it because that's what humans do, right? No, we got telepathic. Telepathically communicate with it. Did they become friends? No, it says it's scared. Aww. Exact words. Maybe it's a friend. Neil Patrick Harris is communicating with it right now. It's afraid. It's afraid. Maybe it's the second one where it looks like it's taking control of somebody. It was the mobile infantry. Huh. Why is he a private? How do you go from drill instructor to private? Oh, you're a foe. Squeal! Aww. I feel bad for it. Okay, it's just a bug. Oh, okay. that's pretty gross. <laughs> that's why I, I was thinking of that scene where I was like, what does this look like to you? Yeah. <laughs> Her, too. She's, um... Uh, what is she in? Is that the young... Um... Oh. And the Restless? Is that like... Did you ever see Pitch Perfect? No. They'll keep fighting. 
And they'll win. Dun, 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 dun. And, listener, that is the end of the movie. They Let's caught see the if we can bag. find that scene in uh, the world is not The nuts. Simpsons? <laughs> now we are listening to the Bluegrass Junction. It's like an hour into the movie. <laughs> oh, Amy Smart's in this. Maybe that was Amy Smart. Who is Amy Smart? She's in, like, the butterfly effect. This is James Bond. Yeah. Seeing if I can find that scene with Denise Richards. Overall, what'd you guys think? It was a good movie. Yeah, I was yeah. not as let down as I was originally planning on. Right, though? <laughs> right? <laughs> what a good review. Hey, that was my review of Fives, though. Yeah, it's about right. Okay. Oh yeah, I forgot that that other girl is in this. What's her? her name? I forget. Uh, is she in Zorro? No, she could be. I don't think so. Suit never gets dirty. I'll follow you. I think it's it's coming up if I remember. All right, guys, we turned on the world is not enough. Bond, real quick. Denise Richards and James Bond are uh, coming out of an oil pipe. This is two years after. This is two years, 1999. Sound like a dog scratching his collar. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> James Bond is putting the pieces of the puzzle together. Why Electric King would. <laughs> Is that her name? Yeah. Electric King? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's Bond name. <laughs> Thanks for that, Denise It's Richards. crazy how more mature she looks in this movie than the Yeah, movie. I know. It's I think two that's years. Because I always thought Denise Richards was really old. Well, and she, I mean, she is kind of old, but, yeah, she looks really young. the other movie, she really looks like she was 17. Yeah, she did. And here she looks like she's 30. All of those guys actually looked really young in that movie somehow. Like, it was pretty impressive. Well, makeup and whatnot. Yeah. She looks a little bit more gaunt. Gaunt. Like, not here, gaunt? Gaunt. G-A-U-N-T. Yeah. Like, you're gaunt. You're, you're gone from here. You're gone. Not like Gaunt Girl, the movie. <laughs> I mean, Gaunt! What does that mean? <laughs> uh, like, thin. Uh, in this? You think she Her looks... face just looks more gaunt. Thinner in this? I don't mean necessarily thinner, but that's part of it. Okay, maybe I was just making that up. Maybe you are. I must there was be. one where they were talking, it was similar. So is she a good guy in this? Yep, she's the good girl. Big black hand. Electric King. <laughs> I'll follow you. This used to be my, like my favorite movie. I liked this movie, honestly. I saw it's pretty good. Look, I think Pierce Brosnan was a great Bond. 
Fight me if you think otherwise. No, I think he was pretty good. We all saw Goldeneye. He was the Bond of our generation. Yeah. Really. Like, when we started watching this. Look, there's only been two Bonds. Sean Connery and Pierce Brosnan. (laughs) You don't like more? Yeah, he's alright. He's so campy. I'd like some more. (laughs) Well, you don't like Daniel Craig? I do. I do, actually. I like those movies, but I have to, like, hold them apart. Because they're so good. (laughs) Uh Oh. Like, I love Casino Royale. Also, Skyfall. Never seen Casino Royale. Oh, that's good. It's it's good. Dukes of Hazard. Jumping back real quick to uh, to Starship Troopers. Um, if you had to recommend it, you know, would you or would you not? I would. To our listeners, of course. I would. To people who know what we get them into. How many Cinnamon points would you give? On a scale of. I don't know. We do this every time. <laughs> Was it one to three or one to thirty? <laughs> I think it makes we talked a big about, difference. I think we talked about like what two thumbs up, one out of three, one out of five, one out of ten, <laughs> or one to ten, or whatever. You know, I'll give two it thumbs up or one and a half five thumbs stars, up, one of the two, and then a five out of ten and a twenty-eight out of thirty. Cover my bases. Wow, those are some diverse fractions. <laughs> Seven and three-eighths <laughs> out of nine and a quarter. Look, honestly, if we're talking about movies that we recommend... 15 millimeter out if of someone had 20 it, inches. If someone had it and they had two and a half hours and they wanted to watch an action movie, I would say it Go would probably it. be okay. I would, say, I would say if you like me and you like science fiction and you want a commentary on all the shit wrong with our planet, go for it. <laughs> But really, realistically, like, I mean, if, if you're into the same type of movies that we are, like, I would say this movie is just as good as Conan. Maybe a little worse. I like Conan a lot more, but... Yeah. I like Starship Troopers. It's one of my favorite movies. Honestly, like, a lot better than I remember. I, I don't understand. because you were scared the first time. I don't remember why people give it, like, so much shit to it. They're like, this movie sucks. No, they give the next one... Oh, no, shit. people talk shit about the first one all the time. I haven't heard anything bad or good about it. Yeah, so many people are like, they they don't get the humor. Like, there's a lot of just, like, really dry scenes or, like, a lot of really dry humor and stuff like that. People just don't get it, you know? But, uh, but they did it, like, a dry, dark humor just yeah. to do it, so... But uh, honestly, yeah, I'd definitely recommend it. I'd say whatever I rated Conan, that's what I'd give this. Do we rate Conan? I don't know. We probably did. 3.5 out of 5. I'm I'm standing by my 7 and 3 eighths out of 9 and a quarter. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) That's like what? That's like a perfect score almost. Good. Well, hey, I'm glad that we had time to do this, and I'm glad Dustin could join us. Me too. Me it's too. A little late, but uh, we got it done. And hopefully, a little late. It's like six o'clock. I agree. The studio is a really good place to do this too, but uh, but they close at six thirty. It's our studio. Close whenever we want. Well, I gotta be home by six thirty. Oh well, <laughs> it's only five fifty then. Uh, <laughs> we can just bend time. Uh, really, we can. No one fucking knows when we're doing. Hey, it's it. almost daylight saving. So hey, it is. Truly, 
Um, I'm glad that I'm I'm glad you came and, and joined us yeah. for this, Dustin. Yeah. I'm actually impressed that you knew some of those lines. So oh well. my gosh, Dustin's over here. <laughs> some of the lines, he lines like that. and he's like, "Hey, you want to see scared. it better? Let's oh, watch no. Independence Day." <laughs> oh my god! There's no way. I love that movie. The only line I can ever remember though is "Welcome to Earth." <laughs> I could have been at a barbecue. <laughs> what is Independence Day about? Really? Just it's about the Fourth of July. It's a coming of age story. About <sighs> a boy, a young Jewish. It's, it's about world independence. A young Jewish man. Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> well, Drake's Jewish. Drake. Bell. Yeah. The black Drake or the white Drake? This is the white Drake? Yeah, Drake Bell. Oh, who's that? From Drake and Josh. <laughs> I got a fart. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, listeners, if you guys have any questions or comments about Starship Troopers, May or John or even Dustin, we'd be more than happy to answer them for you, so you just let us know. I believe the foremost expert on Starship Troopers. He is the (laughs) foremost expert on Snoop Dogg and Dogg and Starship Troopers. Honestly, if we had some Starship Troopers in real life, we could avoid a lot of problems. Well, I'll get in shape and be able to jump eight feet vertically, and I'll become a starship trooper. They do do some fucking crazy flips in this shit. But did you notice they don't do that when they're actually in combat? It's only in training. Yeah, because I think they're like, oh shit, this is real. (laughs) But yeah, honestly, good movie. I'm I'm really glad we watched this, because I was just thinking the other day after I I was watching it when I couldn't sleep, I was like... Oh my god, me and John need to fucking watch this movie so badly. It worked out pretty good. It worked out pretty good. Well, you don't have internet, really, so I was like, well, we can't just watch it on Netflix. <laughs> you, you recorded it on your DVR. <laughs> so amazing. I have a lot of movies recorded on my DVR. Good. You need to keep doing it, apparently. I have, like, 2,000 hours worth. Holy oh, that's shit. A lot. No, I have 2,000 hours worth of storage. Yeah. And I'm like 75% full. Oh, my God. God damn it. Well, you can get rid of Starship Troopers now. <laughs> After we watch it three more times. Uh, guys, if you want to get a hold of us, you can do so by... You can tweet me. I'm at Red is Awesome. R-E-T-T is Awesome. John has a Twitter, but he hates all of you. <laughs> I, I honestly don't remember making it, and I don't know... I you texted me the mind. day that you made your Twitter. It's like <laughs> I made a Twitter, and then you never got on it again. I don't even just make a new. I Twitter. don't know how to get on. I accept smoke signals. <laughs> he does accept smoke signals. More scope. Mostly for me because none of you know how to do smoke signals. But you ever seen the Fifth Element? Yes, I love the Fifth Element. Yeah. Rambo Three. I love yep. the first Rambo. Young Guns. Young Guns Two. Never seen Legends two. of the Fall. Legends of the Fall. Yeah, Fletch, Fletch, Fletch Fletch lives. Never seen it. Rambo, First Blood. I like yeah, it. Yeah, First Blood. Oh, part First Blood's part two. Gangs of New York. Never heard of it. Um, Dish, pay-per-view sports. Strut and Buck. I don't know about that. Never heard of it. Nebraska Bullock. <laughs> Nebraska Bullock, you betcha. The Pulp Shooter. Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Uh, hey, I hear that Dirty Harry and Jurassic Park Force. is... Magnum Force, all right. 
I Dirty Harry is alright. I liked the first Dirty Harry. Okay. Jurassic Park's good. SpongeBob movie. Kingdom of Heaven, one of my faves. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Fives rises again. We yeah, we need to go. Do, we got to do Fives. We do, we do. Um, Rambo that was made in like two thousand eight. Thunderball. Thunderball. Braveheart. Moonraker, the worst Bond movie. You don't like Moonraker? I like it, but people consider yeah, it the worst. I, yeah, I don't know if I call it the worst, but it's not very good. Um. Also, guys, if you want to do it, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash airpodcast. Now, Red, I have a question. Yes, John. What is Facebook? Facebook is this online social media website. What is online? Online is a series of pipes and pulleys (laughs) that interconnects all of us. What's the internet? Come on, it's the oldest one on the internet jokes. It's the interweb of your freaking swim britches. The internet. (laughs) (laughs) Your swim britches. (laughs) The fucking old shitty ass swim britches that rode up so hard. Yeah. Swim britches. (laughs) Why is that so funny? (laughs) I just haven't heard swim britches before. If you guys want to email us a picture of the interweb of your swim britches, you guys can do so by emailing us at awesome at airpodcast.com. And I don't know if you guys know this, but we have a phone line. We do, and I have yet to call. The listeners can call and leave a voicemail. We rarely ever answer. But if you, if you follow the kindly instructions of the young man on the other, on the other side, you can leave a voicemail that, if we deem it appropriate enough... That's a joke. They're all appropriate. Can you check it right now on your phone? Yeah. Is there anything good? Not right now. (laughs) Uh, But uh, you guys can leave a voicemail by calling... uh, That's pretty gnarly timeline. 657-888-3835. That's right. Call and leave a voicemail, and if we like it enough, just tell them that you're calling for Cinnamon, and you want to tell us that Starship Troopers is the shittiest movie of all time, and we'll listen. But I think that does it for this week, right, John? Yep, you betcha. That was a good episode, I think. That was. So, uh, until next time, listener, this has been Cinnamon, the spiciest movie podcast did we have a sign-off that we used to say? We said something cool before, I thought. And that's the way the cookie goes. <laughs>